Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Make it plain. Make it plain. M-I-P. With Masamela Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Make it plain. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to the Make It Plain podcast this week, someone with a brand new book out. Uh, in spite of the crisis we're all in, and we'll, we'll talk about that, all of this is very, very challenging to us all. But um, I think she can help uplift all of us yeah. in this situation. Um give us some inspiration and hope and, and context. Uh, as I've been saying, um, every now and then we may need to just turn off the news y'all. Um, cause it's not, you know, it's, it's rough. And when these press conferences are often on offering solutions anyway, but a bunch of lies, we need to do something different. So let me it strongly suggest you add to your book list while you're home, uh, sheltering in place. Um, um, uh, other than Netflix, you can do other things. You can read. Um, We want our bodies back. We want our bodies back. The latest book um, from the great Jessica Caremore, and she joins us now from Detroit. Jessica, God bless you, sister. How you holding up? Uh, I'm holding up. So wonderful to be on the line with you and to your listening to your audience. Want to send out some good healing energy. You know, we're all dealing with this. I'm I'm in Detroit, so we're on the front line here. Yeah. Um, one of those top cities um, dealing with this crisis, and in particular, you know, black community here being hit really hard. Me personally being hit hard. But what you said is so true. Like you know, at some point in your day, you know, I would just suggest not starting your day with the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Really like making the point, to, and I'm talking to myself, you know, while yeah. I'm talking to y'all yeah, yeah. about really like making that cup of tea first, you know, doing those couple yoga stretches and and or you know just checking into yourself first um, because it has become for me, uh, I mean, almost, you know, stopping me in my tracks. So you can't really function because once you are once you start digesting all this negativity and all the death and all the sickness, you know, it becomes a part of your your energy for the day and so i'm working to make sure i have my 
13-year-old here mm. being Google Classroom schooled right now. He's driving me absolutely nuts. So um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's enough, you know, that I have to be in the house with a teenager. Uh, it, it's stressful enough. But, um, but, but on a more story, serious note, yeah, I mean, just in general, like reading, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a good, it's bittersweet for me. My book is out. We want our bodies back. It's my fifth collection. It's my first collection with HarperCollins, Amistad. So it's a big deal for me yeah. to be on this major press. Um, first black woman poet since Gwendolyn Brooks to be on HarperCollins. So mm. really big deal for my voice. Um, mm. I've been a, a poet for 25 years. Yes, and if people know my work, they know I've been publishing, you know, through more black press, publishing Saul Williams and Danny Simmons and Raz Baraka. And I became one of the, as a very young person in New York City, living in Brooklyn and later Harlem, publishing the New York poets who were on the scene in the 90s yeah. um, because people weren't checking for us. And so mm -hmm. I, I started an institution around the work, and that was really my Detroit blue-collar hustle, you know, that I knew that it could it had to be more than just about writing poems. I had to figure out how do we build something around the arts, right, to, to sustain right. myself. And it's deep because now we're talking about how do artists right. <laughs> sustain themselves, right? Right, right, right. Because I'm out of work <laughs> with a book out, though, nonetheless. Yeah. So. Well, well, so, but let's do this. First of all, I want to say it, and folks, Jessica was, was saying to me before we got started recording the podcast how this has affected her personally. She's lost mm. some loved ones. Yes. So we want to lift lift them up and lift you up in that and, and, and pray you. for you and them and their families. And then we yeah. also did talk about you know, you and I talked about the whole income piece for those of us who are artists. Yeah. And I mean, this affects everyone. Not to mention, let me mention this, and I'll just turn this over to you. The, the, the you know, we keep turning on the news, yeah. I think, in, instinctively because we're looking for some answers, some good news for some solutions. Yeah. But our people, we need to get back to the place where sometimes we could only find mm. good news in black thought, black literature, black poetry, black artistry. Yeah. The, this, the, yeah. When nothing else, give, when nobody giving us nothing else. And I think Come that on. this is where we may find ourselves if we haven't already in this situation. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not just saying, you know, uh, buy the book for the hell of it. Let's just buy Jessica's book. I'm saying that <laughs> we got to do some things. Go, we got to go back to old school in terms of our that's survival. Right. We need mm -hmm. some some good news. So, yeah, I mean, please, please speak no, on all of No, I believe in all of these things. I mean, the, the art is the healing balm. You know, it is poetry, and you're talking about specifically about black artists. You know, I'm I'm a child of the black arts movement, so I came up under the tutelage of Amiri Baraka right. and Sonia Sanchez, and Gil Scott Heron was my mentor. Roy Ayer still is, you know, a part of my existence and has been supporting my work for many mm -hmm. years. So those... Those um, artists, like, you know, because I think right now, like in the time of like wartime or anything like that is what keeps us going. When you saw those artists and those folks in Italy on their balconies, mm, those warm players and things right. like we we are so necessary. And I think people often forget or take for granted that cre being a creative isn't valuable, but it is so valuable. And it's um, and we have everything we need. Like, let me tell you, my son, the healing remedies are in my home already. Like, so all the herbs and things that people are now running to figure out what to get, we already had it in our house. I didn't mm -hmm. have to buy anything new. Uh, we already had eucalyptus. We all had elderberry. We already had all the things. And so getting back to the source of who we are as a people, what you said, and also the homeschooling piece. I told him, you got to uh, study 
uh, some other things. <laughs> like, we're going to have homeschool. Mm. Yeah, the school is still online, but now you home with me. So you about to, he's about to do a paper on having him study Kwame Ture. Like, yeah. we're going to learn about, you know, different people, black political figures that you're not going to learn at your little private Catholic school. They're not going to teach you about that. So, you know, and I told him, we're going to read some more books, like different books, you know. And so now that I'm here, I mean, it's probably driving him nuts, but later he's going to thank me. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and so, yeah, getting back to, like, we're the first teacher. We're our first doctors. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we have to remember not giving it all up to every and i got people who are emerging my brother dr rob gore shout him out is a hero like a emergency medical doctor in brooklyn new york mm. a, a, a fantastic hard. brother mm. and does great work in the community outside of just being a doctor and he's on the front line of that movement and i respect his work but he also texts me and said jessica we don't know at all you know what I mean? Mm. He goes to his herbs and he goes to his natural healing and the, and the work that he does as a with his martial art. Getting with getting closer to your body, you know, and making sure that we're taking our care of ourselves. Like we you know we're talking about these pre existing conditions. You know, people they brought up diabetes, high blood pressure. Now these are things our community must deal with. You know, we gotta deal with the food we're eating, you know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But also adding to the reading we're doing. Like, yeah, what are we yeah. reading? Like, your bookshelf should be real food. It should be something that you can, like, I used to say my mother when I grew up in Detroit, the one thing my mother gave me was books. Now, she, we would eat books, literally. Like, my mother would fly <laughs> through novels, you know? Like, that's what we was eating. That's we great. was eating on some novels. It's that's a memoir. Great. So, yeah, we want our bodies back. Is, um, the title poem is Sandra Bland. You know, so the book is a healing piece, you know? My sister texted me this morning. She said, I got the book and I read the intro. And she said, I'm, I just, I'm, she said, the intro just had me in tears. And it, it, so it's a real honest work. You know, it's, um, it's, it's not easy work, but it's necessary, right? It's about, I'm dealing with police brutality. I'm thinking about, you know, think about black women, like what, who we are in the middle of this pandemic. You know, the nurses that I've seen online that are on the front line, the mamas that are having to take care of families. And, and that's what this book is about. It's about lifting up those mothers and those sisters and those women who really carry the load and um, are often not talked about enough. You know, even when we're talking about what's happening with Mike Brown is in my book, Eric Gardner's in my book. Mm. You know, of course, Tamir Rice is in my book. You know, I'm a mama. So mm. I'm talking about my sons. But yeah. at the same time, you know, we often like Sandra Bland, you know, there's so many Sandra Bland's, you know, we, we yeah. don't hear about what happens to these sisters. And, and she was just like me. Yeah. I talk a lot of mess. I, I talk a lot. Like I'm like, when the police pull me over, I am not in a good mood. I don't feel safe. I mean, that's real. You know, the only thing that might save me a little bit is that I'm in, if I'm driving in Detroit, I drive in all, I drive all over the country. Sometimes I'm renting cars. I'm driving to LA. I'm driving in Milwaukee, wherever I happen to be on the road doing it. But in Detroit, at least I might get a black cop. You know, that, I mean, that is different, that, that we mm-hmm. still are, you know, a predominantly black city. You know, Detroit is. We're still a chocolate city. And um, despite the rapid gentrification <laughs> going on everywhere in all cities, uh, we're still the majority here. And so you do see yourself. I've been pulled over by brothers I went to high school with, you know, and that makes a difference, you know. But community has to, we have to start becoming a people again. And I think that's what, what reminds me of things you said, what makes me think about, like, what, getting back to the essence of who we are. Like, yeah, what would my yeah. daddy be doing right now, you know? Mm, mm. So, Well, you talk yeah. about your son. Yeah. I mean, what you learn and what you know, all of us did in mm-hmm. our generation, and you and I are fairly close in age. Yeah. Um, 25. We, <laughs> right. I know that's right. Amen. <laughs> we, 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 we had, we got it outside of school. Yeah. You know, we didn't yes. get everything in the school. We, a lot of what we nah. got, we had to get um, on our own. And you mentioned, you talk a lot of mess now. 
if if, mm-hmm. if 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 you if we using Sandra Bland as a standard, I mean Sandra talk like every black yeah. woman I've ever known. So to me, that ain't mess. That's, that's right. just us. That's just how we got that's to deal. That's just us. We tell the to, truth. Yeah, that's how we got to deal. So, but you know, as I'm looking at the book and and knowing what it's yeah. about and and who you dedicated to do dedicated it to, and God bless you for that. I see <laughs> even in this current situation, you talk about your brother being in medicine. Yeah. When we want our bodies back to me. Mm. Mm. And 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 this is coming from a, a former poet. I don't have time to do it like I used to. I wish I All did. Right. Lord have mercy. All but right. I, I believe when, you. But when we say we want our bodies back today mm. in the midst of this crisis. Yeah. It still applies because yeah. our bodies have been mm. uh, abused and taken for granted, mistreated, uh, right. um, um, malnourished, mal um, uh, diagnosed, Come you know, on. we get treated different in the doctor's office and, you know, a whole yeah. lot of folk were saying, Oh, it was just miss. This thing ain't going to affect, affect black people. But now we're seeing Please. Milwaukee where you are in yeah. Detroit and yeah. we have all these other issues. New Orleans, Baltimore, um, about and, to get hit. And, and, and all of that. And right. That's right. Yeah. New Orleans. That's right. Uh, so yeah. talk, talk to us about how mm. even what you've written about and released, yeah is applicable yeah. whether the police are, I mean, hopefully the police ain't stopping you now because you're supposed to be home, y'all. But, yeah. but, but still, the reclamation of our bodies is still a, applicable with this plague. It is. It's also, you know, about self-care. You know, it's about really deciding. I mean, some people live for that, that pharmacy. Some people want to go get their pills and have the doctor medicate them. Uh, it's just never been my way. And back in the day, it was not the way. The Black South taught us. You know, we didn't have all the things, you know, coming up from slavery and the things that we had to take care of our children, right, the best way we could. And so we found, we learned, we knew about the plants that were the healing remedies. We knew about aloe. And my folks are down in Alabama. Like, folks are running to the doctor um, when something happens, when they get a cough. And so, like, learning, relearning, or just really unlearning, because a big part of what you're talking about is also just the educational piece. Mm -hmm. Like, us not knowing the the gifts that we are born with and, and the education that's passed down through oral, through spirit world, the things that I have, even the, the, a lot of things that I know about are not necessarily, there's none of it. It was something I studied at Michigan state or Wayne right, state university, right, right. let alone my high, my, my high school. What I learned in school that I was not learning much. Like that's the thing that I learned that mm. they're trying to make sure that I don't know anything too much because I might actually become educated you know, so I've educated myself. I learned how to be a poet. I didn't go get a master's degree. I learned how to be a poet by going to the library. And I read. I read everybody. I read the white poets I was forced to write. I read like T.S. Eliot and Robert Frost and Walt Whitman. I read all those guys. And then I went and found Audre Lorde and Lucille Clifton. You know, I found the black um, broadside press writers like Dudley Randall and Larry Neal. I was doing that when I was like 15. Mm. Like, I was like, I'm going to teach myself, right, you know, because as soon as my drama teacher brought Indazaki Shange, the color girls, into the Black Box Theater, my whole world changed. And I was like, that's the one thing the Detroit public school system gave me was my drama teacher. They don't have that no more. Mm, no the theater, right. theater gone painting gone you can't play a musical instrument we used to have the right. baddest bands in the in the land was in detroit yeah. ask anybody that went to tsu right like all of the all the bandmates everybody went to tsu when they left detroit and played for their band that's right and, that's right <laughs> you know back in the day that's what we did we all went to tsu that's and right. so you know but now they, they don't have no bands 
You know what I mean? Very, yeah. very, maybe a couple of the schools got bans, but it's not this battle of the bans does not occur. You know, yeah. we don't have drama departments. We have one school, Detroit School of the Arts, is our only Detroit public school that's really killing it as far as art and theater in the city. One, one school. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's that's ridiculous in this, in this city full of black and brown children that I know want to do art. But don't even know it's accessible to them. Right. Don't even know, you know. So it's it's. I think this is a, um, you know, and we all at home together. So people are at home, and some folks, my family, has started to zoom, you know, yeah. for the first time, and we're, you know, talking to people that you don't normally talk and check in. Like maybe we should check in with each other a little more, you know. And I, you know, we started doing this thing in Zoom, and my family's like, we should do this more often. We should actually do this yeah. once a week. Yeah. Why don't we start talking to each other instead of just going to work <laughs> yeah. and coming home? You know, with our significant other and not checking in and become, being real family like. And so well, it's funny yeah. you should say that about Detroit. I had um, Mary Wilson in the studio with me not too long ago. Mm, and, yeah. and I asked her what was in the water in Detroit that there was so many <laughs> successful musicians. And she said, well, she said, Margaret went in the water. It was in the school. You, you don't have mm. The, mm. The, the, the people teaching music in any mm. of the schools in the country the way you used to. And I remember I think I remember taking a poetry class when I was in high school, Believe um, it, yeah. you know, and they had them in college. I mean, so, yeah. you know, all of that is, is important <sighs> and, um, um, uh, and necessary. Um, I, I didn't ask you this beforehand, but I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to put you on the spot cause we need some, okay. some help and healing. Why, why oh. you feel like reading a little bit for us? Yeah, from I the can book? read a poem. Please. Absolutely. I got, I always got poems. I'm going to read, um, <laughs> well, a lot of the book is, uh, heavier than that, but I, I do have some stuff that's kind of more light. <laughs> so I want to read this and I love this poem. It's called, I used to be a roller coaster girl. Mm. And I wrote it for Endozaki Shange. And it's about being a little girl growing up in Detroit. And so, uh, so it's, it's for little girls everywhere that are strong. Cause I was a little strong, <laughs> pulled my hair back on the ponytail, run around with my brother's kind of little girl. Mm. So that's me. I used to be a roller coaster girl. Seven times in a row, no vertical, and these skinny legs. My lipstick, bubblegum pink is my panther 10 speed. Never kiss, nappy pigtails, no brand gym shoes, white line, yellow short shorts, scratching up legs, peddling past borders of hummus and baba ganoush, masjids and liquor stores, city chicken, pepperoni bread, and Superman ice cream cones. Yellow, black, blended with bits of Arabic, Islam, and Catholicism. My daddy was Jesus. My mother was quiet. Jane Kennedy was worshipped by my brother Mark. I don't remember having my own bed before 12. Me and my sister Lisa shared. Sometimes all three more girls slept in that queen. You grow up so close, never close enough. I used to be a roller coaster girl, wild child full of flowers and ideas, useless crushes on Polish boys and a school full of white girls. Mm. Future black swans singing Zeppelin, U2, and Rick Springfield, hoping to be Jesse's girl. I could outrun my brothers and everybody else to that reoccurring line. I used to be a roller coaster girl till you told me I was moving too fast. Said my rush made your head spin, my laughter hurt your ears, a scream of happiness, a scream of freedom, pouring out my armpits, sweating up my neck. You were always the scared one. Mm. I kept my eyes open for the entire trip. Right before the drop, I would brace myself and let that force push my head back into that hard iron seat. My arms nearly fell off a few times. Still, I kept running back to that line when I was done. Same way I kept running back to you. I used to be a roller coaster girl. I wasn't scared of mountains or falling. Hell, I look forward to flying and dropping off this earth and coming back to life every once in a while. I found some peace in being out of control, allowing my blood to race through my veins for 180 seconds. I earned my sometimes nicotine pull. I buy my own damn drinks and the ocean still calls my name when it fills my toes near its shore. 
I still love roller coasters. And you grew up to be afraid of all girls who could ride fearlessly like me. So that's it. <laughs> Just that's clear, man. I'm snapping right yeah. now. Okay, I'm doing the thing. Um, <laughs> no, that, 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 <laughs> no, that's that's beautiful. Um, Thank you. Something I'm going to share with you. Earlier this week, we talked with uh, James Clyburn. Okay. Uh, and I asked him, I said, man, uh, the word is you told huh. Joe Biden that mm. he needs to pick a black woman. Yeah. And he said, no, 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 I never said that. He said, what I said, he, he, he said, what I said, Mark, was that the person you pick should be a reflection of those who have put their blood, sweat and tears mm. into this party and this this movement for our people to have the right to vote. Right. So that would be us. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, so you didn't say it explicitly, but you said it implicitly. And then he yeah. talked about, you know, there, there are black women everywhere qualified to be in office, qualified to be the president, qualified right. to be on the Supreme Court. Absolutely. Um, and that's what we got to lift up. And, and, and I know that's what you um, are lifting up. Can I make a request? So I want to hear another poem, if you don't matter. Go ahead. Because I, I really think that this is mm. this whole thing to me is we're in really in a state of spiritual warfare because he's like you said your brother Safe these doctors don't know they don't yes, know come on. and and um i've been telling everybody who's not here in new york jessica yeah. i was looking at tv again the news and i'm mm. sitting here at my computer and then last wednesday was last uh, uh, wednesday a week ago the the refrigeration truck pulled up for, mm. to put the bodies in it and i saw I, you know and i was I like talk, i haven't been the same since i saw the video that's what i'm saying I look when I saw that sister. You know how something just overtakes you. So, oh, wait a minute. This yeah. is this is something else now. Wait a minute. Yeah. And I had to go yeah. into the prayer closet and get some folk to pray pray for me, and then come out and pray for everybody else. Even as a minister, I got weak. Mm. And 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 I had I've been dealing with that and realizing this is this is spiritual warfare. Mm. So warfare. I, uh, I am not ready to die. Oh, yes, what you want to hear? Okay. That's what we need. Because I had another one the way you were talking. I had something. Well, do that too. Up. Listen, we want to hear your voice. <laughs> do them both, please. We got time, please. Okay, we got time. Yeah. Because of the way you're talking, I, it made me want to do this piece. Um, please. It's a little longer than I'm not ready to die, but gratitude is a recipe for survival. Mm. And, um, it's a poem I wrote. Uh, I wrote a version of the poem in my first book, God is Not an American, and, and rewrote it um, for this book because I just I couldn't. I couldn't possibly publish this book and not talk about gratitude and about survival, right? And about how we survive. And so this is, um, the, the piece is for the people who survive outside of the, the norm, right? Who, mm. who figure out ways to stay alive. Like Please. artists, like right now, like I'm going to figure out a way to take care of my son, Amen. right? You Amen. think I'm not going to, I'm not, Jessica Caremore ain't going to be on the street. I'm not going to lose my house. So I'm not claiming any of that, you know? <laughs> and I don't have any, all my gigs that we, you know, we booked for the fall, <laughs> so yeah. I, but I'm, yeah. I got to get to September. We're going to figure that out. But gratitude is a recipe for survival. Please. Um, Please. She is a woman in yellow in her kitchen full of teas and fresh herbs. She is cutting celery for soup and a slow fire warms a broth that will leave her doctors in awe. She is cancer free and more fierce than she was when there were two breasts to define her as a woman. Arms stretching daylight so the nights feel less heavy. She has decided to live. Despite the post-traumatic stress raced into the veins of so many of us, warriors, survivors, artists who break poems in half for decades to feed an audience but must budget food for our children, 
Self-care is not a catchphrase. It is simply what is necessary when you aren't poor enough for federal welfare or too rich to realize the pharmacy is not the answer to all your darkest fears. Some mothers just need to be prescribed some sleep or the power to fight against the chemical waste polluting the air of low-income neighborhoods. Magic blue black women who turn 25-floor project hallways into endless playgrounds for princesses and pigtails, whose deferred dreams turn every corner to five gravity and define possibility. One part honey, two parts ginger. A grandmother carries nearly 20 grandchildren in her eyes. She would not be easily moved by the lead infesting her reality, the poison water she's been cooking her greens and bathing her flint babies in for years. She is conjuring the shapes of gutted pigs, the salted seasoning of slavery, the ancient healing remedies of moonlit daughters and twilight fathers who decide they will not die. The courage of thousands of displaced black American HIV positive teens fighting for their lives without shelter from a pandemic, mm. no church, no place to provide adequate health care or safety from stigma, pushing for resources and representation in a country where health care is only for those who can afford it, not the ones who can no, we can no longer afford to lose. A dash of cayenne, a squeeze of lemon, an American toothache laughs at the sugar tax of San Francisco. Comedy is a consistent remedy to boosting our fragile immune systems. Where you live determines if you are treated and how you are treated. Still here I stand metaphorical daughter of Robeson, holding my 11-month-old son in the arms of the, in my arms at the DHS office. The student from University of Michigan recognizes me in the line despite my baseball cap and jogging pants, turns to me and says, we are studying your books in our English class. The homeless man gives me a dollar. I am hiding, hoping to not look like I'm doing well. Doing well doesn't go with the chairs in this office. I'm thankful and embarrassed. The same day I was booked for a show in Paris, asked to deliver a keynote at another college, my son's health insurance was canceled by the state. And the preschool says I owe them $3,000 before my son can continue in the new year. The daycare lady is asking me if I have a job again. I'm a famous poet and writer. I performed all over this country, Europe, South Africa, Brazil, Ghana. Remember me? I was on the cover of the New York Times. My poems are live on the fourth floor of the National Museum of African American History in Washington, D.C. I'm on display. Always on display. Exactly what does being a legend pay? I need some W-2s for this life. This is madness, I tell myself. In order to receive help from the state, you have to be working. My writing is my work. I can't have my son 24 hours a day and write and create new work. Question marks fall on top of the head of the caseworker. Herbie Hancock plays in the background. Never leave your music at home. Never leave your music at home. They only play the TV on one station in the lobby, the sci-fi channel or something. Sometimes there are cookies full of M&M's King. Don't touch the cookies, baby King. Don't touch the cookies. I made up a job because my job is not a job. And apparently told them I make too much money that doesn't really exist. So now I'll be allocated $12 a month for food. Mm. Art is a thankless job. Art is a thankless job. Weldon Irvine, who co-wrote to be young, gifted, and black, would whisper in my ear at the Schomburg in Harlem before he killed himself a few years later. Thankless, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thankless, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, Joni Mitchell and Nina Simone to drown out these moments. Thank you, Imani and Satan, Stephanie, Tammy, Angie, Charlotte, and even Beyonce for that song, If I Were a Boy. Thank you, angels, past lovers. Thank you, patience. Thank you, bravery. Thank you, peace. Thank you, resistance. Thank you, most death, for telling me it was honorable to live my life, travel the world. People ask me what I do. I simply say I'm a poet. Thank you, Tom. 
Talib Kweli and Sonia Sanchez for friendship and activism. Ozzy Davis for that album, Nudge in My Arm and Your Smile. Thank you, Nana, for buying coats and uncles for shoes. More family. I have more family. I was born a more. I'm headed to LA for some shows. I have to stop crying and write this, write this poem, but this is not a show. This is my life, God. This is my gift. Got a gig in London while I was writing this. Next month's rent. Thank you, Daddy. God, ancestors, past lover, present lover. Got your text, baby. I'm okay. Poems. This is what I have to give. I'm eating poems today. I'm thankful. I'm humiliated. I'm embarrassed. I'm surviving. I'm writing. Dick Gregory just died. Ruby D just died. Mitty Baraka just died. Jane Cortez just died. You can't stop us. You can't stop us. No. Love is a health. Love is health care. And gratitude is a recipe for survival. This is my job, damn it. This is my job, you know. We are mothers. Give us our checks. I'm a mother. Give me my check. Amen. 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 Always honey. Always sweet. A poet. A woman in yellow mixed with apple cider vinegar. A grandmother in Flint. Dice and garlic with prayer. A beautiful boy in Harlem sipping hot green tea. A princess born into poverty banking poems inside peach pies. You can't find them. You can't find me. We are busy outliving our circumstances. You are in Dezaki's kitchen boiling a fearless soup for survival for color girls. We are busy confusing your paperwork with real life. My lover says he speaks to me in real life. The internet is an illusion. Healthcare should not be an illusion. People are addicted to illusions, though. Thankless, thankless world. Not me, not me, not me, not me, not me, not me, not me. Thank you. That's it. Jessica Kim Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That was powerful. Thank you. That was powerful. Thank you. Over the phone is hard. No, it 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 worked. I can't. I'm just sitting up here as you were reading that. I'm like, I'm sitting up here on the phone in the middle of a of a plague, listening to Jessica Care Moore read her poetry. That's that's salvific unto itself folks you need to get this book we yeah. want our bodies back now please get it let me let me just ask this so uh, can are you gonna go on instagram live and elsewhere and read because i think people need that uh april 23rd me and kevin powell will be in conversation and hopefully tell it i had a big book party coming up in new york at the International Institute um, for Photography with uh, me and Kevin Powell in conversation. Talib Kweli was DJing my party. Wow. So we're going to try to get Talib to do a playlist for us. But me and Kevin are doing the conversation, talking about the work. Um, so that's all going to be, if anyone goes to my Instagram page, it's just Jessica Caremore, or to my Facebook page, uh, or to jessicacaremore.com, I post everything. Right. So there'll be flyers for all the events, the online virtual events that are coming up. We're trying to get a Black on Morocco you know, online. You know, I executive produced Black on Morocco yes, for 16 right, years. Right. So we're working on Black on Morocco. Uh, the women, I got a 10 headliners already lined up. We just figure out what the best platform is. So yeah. people just stay on, stay on my social media. I'm on there more than I want to be right now. <laughs> uh, so, and I try to, you know, try to keep my, my page, um, uplifting as possible um since other other folks really are putting a lot of doom and gloom and i'm trying to keep it as, as lifted as possible so um if you safely follow me on facebook or, or instagram yeah, for some yeah. good check-ins you know we, for the we, spirit so. we appreciate that and we need it you and that little boy y'all take care of yourselves and thank you we, we pray i hope to see you in real life in the future yeah i i, I hope to see you as well we praying for you all and all of our protection okay God okay, bless you, sister. You. Thank you right, for everything, and we'll you. be in touch. All right. Okay. okay. All, All right. right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Make It Plain and Get Woke. Remember to listen, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Also, subscribe to Make It Plain and Get Woke daily. Check out makeitplain.com to subscribe. If all minds are clear, it has been 
made plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.